Are you curious about what it's like working in healthcare today? Do you believe in the power of storytelling? I'm Dr. Emily Silverman, the host of the Nocturnist podcast, where healthcare workers share personal stories of joy, sorrow, and self-discovery. Each episode, whether a compelling performance from one of our live shows, an intimate series of audio diaries from one of our documentaries, or an engaging conversation with guests such as book authors or filmmakers, aims to connect, provoke, and inspire. Learn more at thenocturnist.com or subscribe to The Nocturnist wherever you get your podcasts. There's a stat we're going to dig into on today's episode, actually in both shows this week. In late June, the CDC found that essential workers, including doctors and nurses, are about 50% likelier than other professionals to experience symptoms of depression, anxiety, and PTSD related to the pandemic. How frontline providers are coping with that extra stress, especially in a field where seeking help is so stigmatized. Our two-part series begins with Mara Windsor, an ER doc practicing outside Phoenix. From the Annenberg Studio at the University of Pennsylvania, I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. Mara Windsor knows chaos. Actually, she embraces it, like when she's at work. We have gunshot wounds coming in. We have... Ambos coming in one after another, delivering patients to this room, that room. We have stroke alerts coming in. And then every once in a while, a code pops in. So you're just constantly running from one room to another. And at home. Every day with her three kids. Ella, Sawyer, Drake. And her three dogs. Bentley, Buttons, Missy. There's hardly a moment to breathe. She's used to coming in and saving the day. At work, it's patients' lives. And at home, it's hugs, homework, and hot meals. The role fits, and Mara admits she's a bit of a perfectionist. My house is very clean. It's very orderly. I don't have dishes in the sink or on the counter. However, I have one room, and that's the only room that's allowed to have clutter in it. It's mainly because you can't see it. And I can shut the door, and it doesn't give me anxiety. Mara has spent the past 15 years practicing how to control the chaos, and she's gotten really good at it. But in COVID, she's met her match. For the first time in my practice of emergency medicine, we've had resource issues and shortages, and we've had diminished PPE, and we don't have enough ventilators, and we don't have enough physicians, we don't have enough nurses, we don't have enough ICU beds. In early June, cases climbed fast in Arizona. By the end of the month, the state hit almost 5,500 positive cases in one day. The surge left Mara feeling something she hadn't felt before. It makes me feel helpless, that there's nothing you can do to help the people. Being a person who got into medicine to help people and save lives, that's, that's hard to live with and accept. Doctors and nurses on the front lines are all grappling with a sea of unknowns, as scientists scramble to learn pretty basic things about this novel virus. How infectious is it? What's the best way to treat it? Can people get infected more than once? And that introduced another new feeling to Mara on the job. Fear. She remembers standing in the trauma bay one day in late June. 
Surrounded by beeping machines under the glare of a sterile white light, she looked down at a patient gasping for air. I had to put a chest tube in a patient and a liter of pus basically came out of the patient's chest. The pus oozed down Mara's gown into her shoes between her toes. I can't react or do anything about it because I'm doing a a sterile procedure and I have to continue. One single thought gave her solace. The patient had tested negative for COVID. She finished the procedure and did her best to clean up. I didn't have a shower to go to in the emergency department, so I had to go into the nurse's bathroom, take off all my clothes, grab bleach wipes, and pretty much take a bleach wipe bath. The nurses found her an extra pair of shoes and a fresh set of scrubs. She headed back out to finish her shift. Meanwhile, the patient was retested for COVID. A little while later, a few nurses approached Mara with the results. Oh no, Dr. Windsor, we have horrible news to tell you. And I said, what? What's going on? And they said, your patient did test positive for COVID. And then I realized, wow, I have COVID all over my body. And I, I was frightened that, man, I'm going to get COVID. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Are you curious about what it's like working in healthcare today? Do you believe in the power of storytelling? I'm Dr. Emily Silverman, the host of the Nocturnist podcast, where healthcare workers share personal stories of joy, sorrow, and self-discovery. Each episode, whether a compelling performance from one of our live shows, an intimate series of audio diaries from one of our documentaries, or an engaging conversation with guests such as book authors or filmmakers, aims to connect, provoke, and inspire. Learn more at thenocturnist.com. Or subscribe to The Nocturnus wherever you get your podcasts. In this moment, still sticky with COVID-positive goo, Mara started to spiral. She wondered, did she have it now? Would she bring this potentially deadly virus home to her husband and kids? It sat with me. Anytime I coughed or had a chill, I thought, oh no, here it comes. The fear of getting sick, the stress of work, the energy of running a big household. Mara was burnt out. Every shift I don't want to go to. And every time that I'm there, I don't want to be there. Mara is not alone. Small studies from China and Italy in the early days of the pandemic showed doctors and nurses were at high risk of developing symptoms of depression, anxiety, and insomnia. Findings consistent with the CDC's own report from this June. Mara ended up testing negative for the virus, but she still has to keep showing up in the ER, the stress right in front of her. 
We've had some doctors take a leave of absence. We've had some retire early, but I have bills to pay. I have three children. I have to go. I mean, we rely on my income. So it's, it's hard when you don't want to go to work every day, but you still have to. Part of Mara's job actually is helping colleagues cope with their stress and anxiety. Before the pandemic, she designed programs to arm physicians and nurses with strategies to ease stress. After COVID hit Arizona, Mara set up a room in the hospital where people can shut the door and scream. She's always understood she's the least popular person in the room when she's playing her chief wellness officer role. And Mara gets it. Most doctors and nurses keep their heads down and try to white-knuckle their way through. It's what she's done. Because I'm a physician, I'm not going to go see a psychiatrist and get a diagnosis. <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, a lot of us, unfortunately, don't reach out for help and care. And I've always been more of the anxious side of, of things and tried to always deal with that on my own. That's meant a lot of long, hot decontamination showers. It's where she tries to shake off the day. It helps me to just kind of let go of whatever case stressed me out or whatever horrible trauma I saw. An ER doc who thrives when she can create order out of the swirl around her. Mara admits it's hard to let that kind of control go, but that's what it's taken to cope these days. There are mornings when she feels the impulse to be up, getting everybody squared away. But instead, she sleeps, leaving the hugs, the housework, and the homework to her husband. A rare indulgence has become a necessity over the past 90 days. To do right by her patients and her family and herself, Dr. Mara Windsor has learned she must ask for help. In part two of our series on Thursday... I started seeing a lot of personal posts come up about how people were not coping so well. We look at the research on physician mental health and some of the solutions cropping up to meet this moment. Somebody who was seeing 20 deaths a day, feeling that they don't even have time to process that grief. I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. If you enjoyed today's episode of Tradeoffs, keep in touch with us between episodes by signing up for our newsletter at tradeoffs.org. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter at TradeoffsPod. And we'd be really grateful if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcast or whichever app you use. It really helps other people find us. The Tradeoffs team is producers Vicki Stern and Ryan Levy, intern Sabrina Ems, communication and marketing manager Emily Patterson, researcher Jamie Song, partnerships lead Jessica Silverman, sound designer Andrew Perella, and editor Leslie Walker. The Tradeoffs theme song was composed by Ty Sitterman with additional music this episode from Christian Bodie, Sergei Karamisinov, Cece Mixter, and Blue Dot Sessions. Additional thanks to Mona Masood and Stephen Arnoff. Tradeoffs is supported in part by the California Healthcare Foundation, Arnold Ventures, and the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Additional support from the Leonard Davis Institute of Health Economics and the Center for Public Health Initiatives at the University of Pennsylvania. The views expressed in this episode are those of the individuals and not those of Tradeoffs staff, advisors, or funders.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 